Chapter 14 We are finished for today. Mr. Vachev folded the score on the music stand in front of him. I'm sure you're all aware that we must cut rehearsal short today to allow time for chair auditions. I hope you've all signed up for a time slot. This year we will have blind auditions, so the other judges and I will sit behind a screen while you play your passages. We won't permit talking because we don't want you to give away your identity. The placements will be conducted on merit alone, not seniority. Victoria eyed Jerry, who fiddled with the music on his stand, apparently unmoved. A young flute player raised her hand. Does this mean a freshman has a chance to sit first chair and not just seniors? The conductor nodded. Yes, if the younger musician plays with superior caliber. We will judge based on accuracy of notes, adherence to prescribed dynamics, articulation of sound, and tempo. Victoria shuddered. She'd mastered the first few requirements, but due to her lack of focus, she hadn't reached the maximum speed. How much would they mark her down? Also, the maestro continued, if you plan to participate in the concerto competition in April, please send me your music selections so I can verify that we have access to the orchestral accompaniments. Victoria smiled as a flood of relief washed over her. At last, she'd made progress in this area. She raised her hand. Mr. Vachev, does the selection have to be a concerto for the concerto competition? He furrowed his brow. What do you mean, Miss Pearson? Of course it has to be a concerto. That's what I assumed, but I know some people may want to play something else. Like a sonata? He peered over his glasses. Those are chamber works, not orchestral. Victoria shook her head. Obviously, but what about a solo for orchestra that isn't a concerto? She turned her head toward Adrian, who stared at her, eyes wide. If you mean a single-movement showpiece, that won't be eligible. The maestro laid his baton on the stand. The other competitors will be playing multi-movement concertos. Victoria's pulse quickened. What about a symphony with solo instrument? The color drained from Adrian's cheeks. A frown creased the conductor's features. There aren't many of those, I suppose, he said as he stroked his mustache. If the work meets the requirements of a concerto and is of sufficient length, it would be allowed. A smug grin spread across Adrian's face. She rose to leave and brushed past Victoria without a word. What was that all about? Jerry stood next to Victoria, cello case in hand. Victoria lowered her eyes. I presume you didn't choose a concerto, but something else instead? Why else would she have asked the conductor such a specific question? Of course it's a concerto, she hardened her jaw. I'm not an idiot. Then why did you ask Mr. Vachev all those questions? Because your girlfriend wants to play a symphony rather than a concerto. He stepped backward. My girlfriend? Who are you talking about? Don't play dumb with me, Jerry. Victoria folded her arms. I know you asked Adrian out Saturday night. He shook his head. No, I didn't. What had caused her to think that? Victoria took a step closer to him, hands on hips. She told me you did. Then I found you two together at that stupid band rehearsal. Jerry glared at her. First of all, just because you don't like the band doesn't make it stupid. Not everyone is as single-minded as you when it comes to musical taste. Also, I didn't ask Adrian on a date. The guys wanted a violin or viola part for a couple of songs. I thought of you first, but I knew you'd been a little stressed recently. He fidgeted with his cello. 
I didn't want to add another thing to your plate. So I suggested Adrian. Matt protested at first, due to her lack of improv skills, but I told him if I wrote out parts for her, she'd be fine. Victoria's cheeks turned crimson. You didn't go out with her? No. He hoisted his case onto his back. So she did care. To be honest, I think that was a pretty low blow to try to ruin her chance at the competition after she's worked so hard. What did you decide to play anyway? She straightened. The Saint-Saëns Violin Concerto in B minor? Jerry's heart stopped. Not the Saint-Saëns. Now she'd never forgive him. Victoria's eyes crinkled. What's wrong with that? He shook his head. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Good luck on your audition this afternoon. You too, she called after him as he hurried away. In the dingy hallway outside the audition room, Victoria slipped on gloves to keep her fingers warm. The orchestra auditions were running 45 minutes late, which allowed too much time for her hands to grow cold. The committee had decided to hear the violins last. The cellists had finished hours ago. Jerry, she cringed. Why had she misjudged him? She'd known Adrian wasn't his type. He'd asked her to play in their band, not out on a date. Fine. Victoria's schedule didn't allow for band practice anyway. Still, deep down, a small part of her cried in protest. Why did Jerry want to join a band with all he had on his plate right now? Between his medical studies and finishing his music degree? And why did her choice of the Saint-Saëns concerto upset him? The audition room door opened and Franklin sauntered out. Hi, Vicky. A little cold, are you? He motioned to her gloved hands. It's even colder inside. Victoria peeled off the gloves. I'm fine. I think it went pretty well. He tucked his thumbs into his skinny jeans and leaned against the wall. I spent through that last passage in a couple of minutes. I didn't ask, but thanks for the info. The white screen is enormous. It felt like a hospital. Victoria squeezed her eyes shut to block out the image. He wanted to scare her, but she wasn't going to let him. A squeak at the door and a voice announced, Next violinist, please. Head held high, she brushed past Franklin. You can do this. Just relax. She took a deep breath, then exhaled. The large screen split the room, she on one side, the judges on the other. Please begin whenever you're ready. The thick Russian accent of the voice behind the screen belonged to the maestro. Victoria placed her music on the stand and opened to the first audition passage. At least this one was marked adagio. The relaxed tempo worked in her favor and slowed her heart rate. The second passage, quicker than the first, required several high notes, which her fingers struggled to reach due to the cold. The last passage sent a shiver down her spine as she approached the rapid runs with extra sharps and flats. A few notes into the passage, she sensed the tempo was off. Her nerves had pushed her to play faster than she'd rehearsed. Her heart raced, and her palms began to sweat. She moved her hand to shift, and her fingers slipped out of place. She froze. What should she do? And there, several bars early, and on such a bad note? Or begin again? If she asked the judges, she might give away her identity. Best to start again, slower. After the last note died out, she lowered her instrument. This time she'd played the passage well, except for the tempo. Would her debacle the first time cost her the position of concertmaster? If Franklin played as well as he boasted, 
It was a strong possibility. Thank you. Mr. Vachev's voice carried over the screen. You may leave. The curtness of his reply didn't bode well.